Harvesters. Welcome to the Harvest Podcast. I'm your host, T. James, and we'll plant seeds in our healing garden. Here, we'll grow into self-discovery, self-love, and self-worth. Let's start this growing season. Hey, hey, Harvesters. Welcome, 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 welcome back to another episode of the Harvest Podcast. I am T. James. And I welcome you and I've created this safe space for us to be able to heal, to plant seeds in our healing garden, to understand ourselves a little bit better. And I'm truly grateful for this journey. Um, If you happen to hear any background noises, it's because I am outside. I decided to come outside and be in the fresh air and to just allow nature to just be so it will definitely be doing what it's doing in the background so you may hear random cars you may hear sirens but hey we're gonna embrace it i will not be before you long um because we have a very very good episode today we are going to be having an interview with a good good friend and spiritual sister of mine dr chastity lasley also known as Dr. Chaz. I met her through a mutual friend and we have just hit it off from the very beginning, uh, understanding her spiritual journey a lot more, understanding my journey a lot more and being able to, you know, tap in when needed. And I'm I'm truly grateful for this interview because when we talk about our self-love journey, we tend to think of it in so many different ways when it's such a very 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 multifaceted word and just allowing yourself to be focused on the self-care aspect of self-love you're definitely doing yourself a disservice because the healing goes far beyond a bubble bath and you know a meditation and yoga and you know and i've even realized that for myself i had to differentiate the two because i was so focused on the self-care piece of my self-love journey not realizing that the shadow work that I'm doing, saying no, um, setting boundaries with myself and with others, all of those are acts of self-love. And as I keep going down this journey, self-love has definitely been at the, at the front, but we definitely, we're going to get into that part on the, um, the words that I learned this week segment, but we are going to have an amazing interview. And, you know, just to give a little bit of background about Dr. Chaz, you know, she's a professor, a public school educator, a certified comedic and trauma-informed yoga teacher for youth and tantric in training. So my sister is a very, very, very multifaceted and a jack of all trades, so to speak, spiritually. But to hear her story through, and you know what, I wouldn't even consider it an interview. It was almost just like a free-flowing speak in a sense because we just had like listening to her story listening to her authenticity and her genuine passion that she has for the things that she does in her growth and her journey has really encouraged me to to step more into my self-love journey and even when listening to this you know this conversation that we were having more things came up for me in terms of revelations with my sexuality with trauma and Yeah, it was a lot. But, you know, Dr. Chaz, she's worked with women in healing trauma, 
definitely realizing her own personal journey that trauma had as you know when she experienced it as a teen and a young woman this itself inspired her to seek the healing and the anxiety and the the ptsd that she suffered from her traumatic past she's a comedic teacher and a trauma-informed yoga instructor for teens and has definitely been working a lot with them since being a professor she's she's just awesome so definitely follow her on instagram at i am dr chaz and you know all of this will definitely be in the show notes but i'm so excited to be able to for you guys to to listen in and share this this episode and this interview this free-flowing conversation that's taking place between her and i more so listen to her story there's different nuggets in there that you'll be able to take away and even if you don't if it doesn't resonate with you definitely share this with someone who who may be able to take something away from it and um, speaking of which being able to take something away from something as we slide into the what did I learn segment um there's been some revelations and it's you know it's funny well not so much funny but as this episode because I recorded I did this we did this conversation back in March and so for all of this to come up in addition to oh a bunny in addition to what revelations have come up for me in regards to my sexuality understanding that a little bit more how my childhood trauma and sexual abuse have played an impact in my sexuality the self-limited beliefs I've placed on myself how I viewed myself, my self-worth, you know, since we talked about that last week. And it's, mm, I'm still processing it all because there's still other things that continue to come up, you know, like with the mother wounds and then just, you know, the family cycles just keep repeating themselves and making, like, making sure I'm providing support, but still doing it at a distance so that I don't overwhelm myself. So needless to say, the healing wheel keeps turning and the beat goes on. It goes on. I've definitely learned how capable I am, how strong I am. I also realized how much my mind is just constantly going on a constant reel of shit and then, you know, some days it It'll pick one thing to ruminate on. And then that's when the anxiety creeps in. But we're growing beings. And I, I had to learn and continue to learn to show myself more kindness and grace. I'm like, girl, like, it's okay that you're dealing with this. Just because these are coming up for you doesn't mean that you're a bad person. And look at how far you even transpot. Well, transpot, no. Look at how far, you know, you've grown throughout this whole this has been an interesting journey I think like once I really started doing more of my shadow work and more things started coming up especially with therapy more things that I'm learning to understand about myself in a positive way and not so much focusing on the negative is that I am you know I am going to be okay I am going to be okay. I'm not going to minimize anything that I've ever gone through just to make someone else feel better or to allow 
them to tell me what my story should be. And I think that's important for everyone, that we make sure that we don't allow people who have no clue what our past is, what our trauma is like. And everyone has experienced trauma. You can be on the highest of terms in life and still have experienced some type of trauma. It's just a matter of you acknowledging it or not. So never allow anyone to tell your story for you. And it's up to us to always define that and making sure that we have that understanding of what we are. I mean, shit, I'm still figuring out who I am. It's so many times where I feel like, okay, yep, I know exactly who I am. Only to find that, no, girl. <laughs> that was still a part of your old self that you re- you about to grieve. I hope you know that. And that's okay for me. I'm still understanding that that is okay. Being able to grieve that old self and, and know that because I'm moving into a new area of my life, that doesn't mean that I never took anything away from my, my past self, my old self. So it's okay for me to grieve her. Because she's taught me a lot and what I can do to walk into that next step. So we're really about to have a really good episode today on, you know, our self-love journey. And I really hope you enjoy it. And make sure you like, share, follow, do all the things. Uh, You know where to follow me. Instagram, Twitter. I'm going to start back doing clubhouse rooms. But the way work has been set up, finding that balance. Yeah, we're definitely going to... To work on that but and also since you are going to be over on instagram make sure that y'all are following my other spiritual sisters melanated dope um that is doing her spiritual consults right now tap into it she's one of i've learned some things about hoodoo through her that has helped me along my journey and you need to book book one with her book one with her make sure you do that and we got Rocky. You talk about the Astro T. Always on it. Always on it. So make sure that you follow them. And then my, my beautiful, beautiful Libra, Missouri body, whom I also do affirm with intention. And we all do the um, shadow work circle, which we're going to be starting that back up soon, hopefully. It's just a matter of us all navigating our own personal life schedules and life in itself. Um, so, you know, just pay, stay tuned for a lot of the things that we have going on. That's going to be coming up individually and collectively. Um, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. So grab your tea, coffee, water, juice, whatever time of day that you are listening to this episode. Um, take some mental notes, some notes actually on pen and paper. However you choose to take away what is going to be expressed throughout this conversation. I hope that it resonates with you in all ways. Always. And we're going to get into this episode. Hello, hello, hello. Grand Rising. Grand Rising. Thank you so, so much for being part of of this episode. Um, I'm so excited for the conversation that we are going to get into. Um, We're going to be talking about self-love and what it means to us. And um, I did an episode before, episode 14, where it kind of introduced everyone to self-love and just to kind of start thinking about it and and what it means to them. Well, not so much what it meant. Well, yeah, in a sense, kind of what what it means to them and um, how they apply their self-love. So I wanted to revisit self-love in a sense. So that's why I wanted to do this episode on what does self-love mean to you and to have you as a guest 
on here and, you know, sharing your story, your self-love journey with yes. everyone. I'm so, so grateful. And uh, so Harvesters, welcome, Dr. Chaz. Um, I'm so grateful to have you here on this platform. And um, if you want to, you know, just give a little spiel on who you are and, and you know, just let, let everybody know, know some of the things so, and right. how they can reach you. Wonderful. Well, I'm excited to be here, too. And I'm always excited to talk about self-love in general. Um, I am Chastity, lastly, a.k.a. Dr. Chaz. I am a mother, first and foremost, of the most absolute wonderful son anyone could ever have. Of course, I'm going to be biased. He's my favorite because he's my only one. Absolutely. (laughs) And then secondly, I'm a comedic yoga teacher, I'm a tantrika, and by profession, I am a professor and for a university and an educator in the public school system. So that's my avatar. And my Instagram is I am Dr. Chaz. So yes, you can definitely make sure that you guys click and follow her because she's an awesome human being. I had the opportunity of being linked with you through um through our mutual friend Chris yeah shout out to Chris yes and so (laughs) from there it's like we just we just really really hit it off and I'm so grateful to have you in my circle and to be able to learn from you and to you know apply the things that I do learn from you that helps me to grow more as a person as a woman as a human being and um yeah I'm, I'm, I'm grateful excited. to have you as part of my soul tribe too. You know, Chris, when he reached out to me, he's like, I got a sister. Y'all got to connect. That's it. And once we connected, he was like, okay, bye. I'm out right. here. Y'all That's good. It. See my you job later. Is done. <laughs> my job is done. I'm out. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I've enjoyed listening to your podcast and watching your posts. They've been such a blessing to me. Watching your healing journey as well has been very, very inspiring, sis. I really, really appreciate it. Aww, I'm grateful so for nice. you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. That, that really means a lot. And I need to give myself more credit when it comes to this podcast. Like, yes. I celebrated the year anniversary on you know, Valentine's Day. Oh, my gosh. I, Congratulations. Yeah, I Thank you. Thank you. But I didn't hype it. I didn't hype it as much what? as I could. We got to celebrate now. It's never you too know late. What? Shit, I'm all for celebrating. Let's okay? go. And my birthday's coming up, so you know I can just wrap everything all into one. That's um, right. Yeah, I, and I, that's why I need to start giving myself more credit and start uh, giving myself flowers more. Yes. It's, it's, it's something that's been hard for me to do mm-hmm. over time. You know, it's as especially now in this healing journey and as an adult, I found that it's mm. hard for me to give myself praise but I know mm. that I know that all of my my hard work is definitely it's it's paying off. It is, and so I'm thank you so much for for your your kind words. They truly mean a lot. They definitely do. I love that. Give yourself flowers. I mean, that right there is part of self love. Mm-hmm. You know, appreciating yourself and celebrating any success, mm-hmm. big or small. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's definitely part of it as well. Um, you know, for me, when I think about self-love, just from a, you know, definition standpoint, I think of it in terms of truly honoring yourself, mm-hmm. truly honoring yourself. You know, a lot of people, um, they get self-love confused with self-care. Mm-hmm. 
And self-care is an aspect of self-love. But for me personally, it's really the lowest level is is self-care. It's like the basics, you know, um, for me, as I started my self-love journey, I kind of um, realized that I was not taking care of myself. And that's what I mean when I say it's kind of at the bottom, meaning it's more like it's at the very beginning stages. It's like that baby stage when you realize, oh, my God, it's okay to take more than two baths a day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I can put some oils in this tub. Oh, flowers feel good to me. Milk and honey in my tub. It's lovely. Mm -hmm. All of that is self-care. And I used to think that that was the extent of it, you know, purchasing items for myself that I wished a loved one bought for me. Mm. You know, all of that is self-care, you know, buying your own jewelry, buying your own lingerie, drinking teas and eating healthy greens, you know, things that all those things are good, but that's self-care. It's a very small aspect of what you need to do to open your awareness to self-care for your mind, your body, and your spirit. So that's like my little definition in a nutshell. I like to separate those two, you know, for people and kind of help them to understand that that is the portal or the gateway for you to begin your journey of self-love. Um, for me, I experienced a lot of trauma as a young adult. I experienced a lot of post-traumatic stress disorder, especially in my pre in my teen and young adult life, like somewhere around my teenage years when things really started to come to the surface and on into college, um, one of the first things I recognized is that I didn't have any feelings. Mm. I did not feel pain. I ran from pain. Mm -hmm. And I also ran from just my feelings in general. I didn't really even know how to be happy. Mm. I didn't know the difference between joy and happiness. And it really took the awareness for me to recognize that I was not loving myself. So because of trauma, we tend to block things out mm -hmm. and we numb. And there's so many numbers that are hidden, like overworking, mm. education. You know, I earned my doctorate, right? All mm -hmm. those things you can really immerse and bury yourself in. And to some degree, it's like a form of protection for yourself because maybe your body and your mind is not ready to address the trauma, mm. right? And so we do these things because we're not ready to face what really took place and how we're feeling. It's almost like it prevents you from having a mental break, right? People exactly. call it a psychotic break. People, yes. you know, say, oh man, you know, she, she really broke down. Like, that's what that means, you know? And then of course mm -hmm. there are the traditional numbers, alcohol, sex, um, uh, you name it, really you know, work addiction, sex addiction, food, mm -hmm. you know, but the thing that really helped me to be aware of the fact that I needed self-love is that I was addicted to pain. Mm. I was addicted to trauma and I was attracting cycles of trauma unknowingly. I knew I needed a change, but I didn't know that I needed a change. I knew I needed a change, 
but I didn't know I needed a change. Mm. In other words, I just knew I wanted the pain to stop. Right. But I didn't know what was causing it. Why am mm. I having this cycle? It's like um, I kind of joked with a sister not too long ago. She um, was having, you know, several different interactions, relationships with men. And I said, you know, I've been through that, too. Mm -hmm. I said, it's like the same spirit in a different man. Mm. Maybe he shows up in the suit. Next one, he's in dreadlocks. You think you got a different man, but it's just the same spirit it's that kind of follows thing. you around. Over and over again, those repeated <laughs> yes. cycles. Oh, Absolutely. God. So my intuition was blocked. I was mm -hmm. cut off. So I, I wasn't aware. So like, how did I become aware? When that pain became more unbearable than the benefit of the trauma. Oh, that's when it was like, I am sick and tired of being sick and tired. And tired. Oh, that pain got to the point that I hated it. See, there's a benefit to people who are addicted to trauma. I mean, there's a benefit to any addiction. That's why people are addicted. Mm -hmm. They love the high. Maybe you're getting high off of the work. Ooh, I, I, I accomplished these things. We love yep. to say I was productive. Yep. But if you're so productive that you're not getting the right amount of sleep, you're not eating healthy, you, you know, you're so tired that you have brain fog, forgetfulness, that's not healthy at all for me the benefit of the trauma the addiction to the pain came from the attention i would receive oh. it came from people saying oh my god come here let me hug you let me love you let me give you something so i wasn't aware that that was a need i had it's almost like the cocaine or the heroin addict who gets that mm -hmm. hit mm -hmm. you know that dopamine fix and then you feel this euphoric sense of love and you think you're okay when I got to the point that I hated the attention and the love the cloaked love because it's not real it's yeah. faux faux love like a faux fur mm -hmm. it's faux love mm -hmm. when I got to the point that I hated the attention I got from that and really started embracing wow so the same love that I desire from them, I can give myself. Mm. When I began to experience the power that came from that, that's when my life began to shift. That's when my relationships changed. That's when that spirit I was able to recognize in another human being, whether you believe in spirits, energy, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. Once I recognized it, it was like, oh no, you're familiar. Uh -uh. Mm -hmm. If I interact with you, you immediately touch something that reminded me of that pain. It was like the, the blue bonnet plague. It was like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going down this road. Yeah. It was like touching a hot stove, right? Mm -hmm. You know it's hot. I know it's it hot. Anyway. The other thing I recognize is that when you have an addiction to pain, you tolerate a lot of abuse. So part of my self-love journey was no longer tolerating people who would do those little digs that they call that the nice nasty, right? Mm -hmm. Those little digs, you're the butt of the joke. You know, people poking at you. When you no longer tolerate abuse, you will begin to remove yourself from situations and people will be surprised because it's like, oh, where did you go? Well, I feel abused and I'm removing myself because this is part of self-love. And guess what? That can be your job. 
that could be the man you land in the bed next to. Mm-hmm. That could be your best friend. When you tolerate abuse, you're teaching people, you've heard this before, how to treat you. Yeah. Well, you're not loving yourself if you're allowing people to treat you a certain way. So I had to become aware of how to do that. So I started seeking transformation, right? This is how I you know, started my journey. Like, okay, I see I need help now. I'm aware. I recognize it. I feel it. But the awareness that I had was still very surface. It was still very surface, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I'm going to give a few plugs, not too many, but just a few plugs. You know, I did, you know, go through a few transformational programs. You know, I went through Sacred Woman. I became a Tantrika and did some deep initiation, you know, goddess work. I became a Kinetic Yoga teacher. I even went through uh, Reiki 1. Okay. So that, you know, that really heightens your senses spiritually, you know, by faith, I am a Christian, but I do embrace these other aspects of spirituality. Mm -hmm. So for me, I learned that although we have all these different programs, I mean, there's a program out there for whatever you need. There's a lot of goddess stuff going on and those Mm -hmm. things are wonderful, but ultimately you have to find your own path still. Those are just tools those are just tools so Mm -hmm. for me i'll share with you the tools that i use that really helped me to start loving myself because remember the key was like awareness Mm -hmm. one day i started dancing in my bathtub (laughs) like i know that's right turned on the music i had all the lights off i had the candles burning i had you know all my juju in the tub you know, the oils, the flower essences, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And this, it was a Bob Marley song actually about war, Mm. no more war. And it was such a powerful song that I stood up in the tub and I started dancing. And while I was dancing, I had this same feeling and experience I have when I'm in meditation and prayer. Mm. And some things began to like come to the surface. Things that I had pushed back from that preteen years through that young adult life, from even a very young child that I did not want to deal with. And I cried. But while I was crying, I kept dancing. Mm -hmm. For me, dance became a form of self-love that led to that healing process anywhere I go listen they'll tell you if a song come on and I'm vibing oh I'm about to get it (laughs) yes and you gotta keep that body moving I love to dance yes and that is a part I've seen you dancing on your podcast I'll be like get it sis I see (laughs) you I see you on Instagram I mean I've seen your Instagram dancing but that was a part of self-love for me Freedom of expression, Mm -hmm. especially as a woman through our femininity, is so important. We have been taught to repress our sexuality. You can only be but so feminine. Oh, my God, you're such a diva. You're so girly, et cetera, et cetera. No, all of that is part of self-love. And it's very individualized. This is just my journey. This might not work for another sister. This is for me. 
this is what actually helped me. This was my self-love journey, which brought about healing. The more I began to heal, release, let go, and reframe my story, mm. the more love I was able to do for myself. See, everything we need is within us. Everything we need is within us. So the more I began to release, the more I began to dance, the more I began to, okay, this feels really good. Why would I stop? And it freed me. It brought clarity. It's almost like the best way to describe it. It's almost like magic. Mm -hmm. It's the best way to describe it. Got out that tub, passed out on the bed. Things started transforming in my life. And sometimes you can be traumatized that even till today, because the journey never ends. This is just, we're just on a continual path yes. all the way back to the, to the stardust, right? We're just on a continual path. I have to remind myself, wait a minute, that can't be what's going on because I love myself. Mm -hmm. So what is really happening here? It's almost like you began to expect certain things to happen when you are traumatized mm. so when you begin to love yourself you can remind yourself oh no she can't mean it that way because mm -hmm. i've done my healing work oh he didn't mean to talk to me like that because i've done my healing work so it must be something else going on let me go inquire and see what's really happening here you begin to say oh no i don't i don't tolerate that yeah you know you, you began to really do that. So that was one of the tools that I used was dance. That's how I began to love myself. Another one that deepened my awareness was through yoga. Mm -hmm. Through yoga. That for me, it was one of the best ways I would say that I learned to deepen my awareness and to bring more self-love into my life because it helps you to drop into your feelings in that moment like okay i'm frustrated right now let me just stop let me do a quick stretch a downward dog or whatever you know some hip movement a cat cow etc mm -hmm. let me sit breathe be quiet and figure out what is really going on the time that you take to do that that self-love too in that moment when that awareness begins to surface then you begin to realize hey i'm aware of what's happening now now i know what's going on i'm hungry yeah <laughs> i need to drink some water <laughs> i need to take a nap like when you are traumatized you don't recognize those things nope you just keep going and going yeah, and going and you push yourself to your limit yeah, mm -hmm. you're just like the Energizer Bunny. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, you're numb to all of that. You don't have any awareness. You've cut yourself off from your spirit. Your spirit's over in the corner doing one thing and your mind and body is somewhere else. And it helps to bring those things together. So that was another way. Through breath work, which I absolutely am in love with breath work. You know, people run from breath work. They mm -hmm. don't like it. <laughs> they, they don't do. like fire breath. They don't like deep breathing. They run, 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 run from it. But when I started really breathing with intention, mm -hmm. I'm talking about to manifest 
then I began to see more areas of how to love myself. I began to really recognize that, okay, as I'm breathing, I can inhale certain things and exhale certain things. All of that is a part of self-love as well. Even through fire breaths where we need to become more aware because when you're done with your fire breaths, it puts you in a certain state mm -hmm. so that you can be quiet and you can listen. You know, the rapid, rapid fire breathing, you know, that helps you to be centered in that moment. It's like, you know, breathing for different purposes and your body, you know, you just kind of come into alignment with what you need. Do I need fire breaths right now? Do I need long extended breaths to hold for a certain count, et cetera? I actually fell in love with breath work, with intention. That's what I would call it. I need to stop. I need to do some breath work because I'm at this stumbling block. My back is against the wall. I don't know what to do. I need guidance. That is self-love. All of that is self-love. It is. It definitely is. So one of the last ones um, that I want to mention and um, you know, feel free to let me know if you need me to stop. I know I'm just kind of going on and on and on here. No, um, everything is. Shoot, keep I going. Mean, you've okay. honestly like you've you've hit a lot of points that we were going to discuss anyway. Okay. So this was no, this was perfect, and okay, I'm okay. learning so much as well. All right, because I'm like I'm just going. I'm just going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one of the things that um also I learned um, were about flower essences. Uh huh. So, you know, obviously they're extracted alcohol from the flower, right? Mm -hmm. um, sometimes people get confused that flower essences work like oils. No, flower essences are spirits. They bring about situations to increase your awareness for that specific purpose of that flower. Mm -hmm. So when you take them, if you take... Um, a lot of the flowers in the lily family um, are for awareness of trauma and things like that. You know, there's pomegranate and so forth and so on. All of a sudden, circumstances will begin to occur to make you aware. It's almost like your spirit begins to knock on your door and say, hey, you may not remember, but this is what happened to you when you were six years old. And that's mm -hmm. why this situation is taking place right now. Mm. That's what flower essences do. They attract the, the circumstance so you can face it. And it, people may not realize it, but just like they say, alcohol is a spirit as well. They call it spirits, mm -hmm. right? They use them also during slavery. They drank certain alcohols to have spiritual awakenings. Mm. And flower essences are also used in that way. That's why they use them in rituals. You'll see priestesses who will spit alcohol during ceremonies and things like that because they're trying to awaken the spirit or the am, not the ancestor, but the ori or things like that. You know, if you are practicing any kind of African traditions. So for sure, flower essences are also a way to dive into self-love because that leads you to start shadow work. Yes. 
which is self-love too. A whole form <laughs> of self-love, okay? Yes. Be truthful with all your nastiness and mm-hmm. loving it and embracing it and being okay with that, you yeah. know? And making sure that you take the time we were talking about earlier to give yourself your flowers. Mm-hmm. All of that is part of self-love. Celebrating you know, telling people our truth. Yeah. Self-love in that moment. You know, this is how I feel. This is how I'm feeling. This is what's going on with me. And anytime you repress your feelings, you're not loving yourself. Mm. Every single time. When your boss says, hey, can you stay after work for a couple of hours? We're trying to do X, Y, and Z. And you know you're tired. You know you need to go home. I don't care if they're paying you for it. You have that love says says no. no. Yeah. That's right. And self and no is a complete sentence. Yes. Yes. And saying no is is a huge aspect of self-love. So Mm -hmm. um, I definitely think that through this process and I continue to use different tools every day for different purposes, different reasons. And it just becomes a way of life. Imagine that self-love as a way of life. Mm, that's a wonderful way to put that. Because I don't think a lot of people life. really understand that, you know, self-love is a part of your everyday experience. Yes. And even for, you know, for myself, like I didn't, I didn't have a really um, high level of self-love. You know, I, you know, and just even, um, with all the things that you had mentioned about how you, you know, the, the energy that you moved in with the people you connected with repeating those cycles. Mm -hmm. I, even on my journey, like what made me want to no longer be in that, you know, in that phase in my life, like I realized it's like, I don't like this. I don't like the way that it makes me feel. I don't like how I make myself feel, you know, when I think negatively about myself or when I chastise myself about, you know, certain mistakes that I've made. Because, you know, this is not a form of self-love that I need to be operating in. And I knew that I wanted more for myself, especially because I knew that there was more within me mm-hmm. that I knew that people probably saw in me that I didn't see in myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I recently started, because since I'm in therapy and I re- recently started trauma work. Okay. And so, you know, with you mentioning that, taking that step, that's also a form of self-love like that. Yes. Even in this moment, like that gave me a different perspective on, on how, like when things come up for me from my past, because when we first started it, it was a lot. Like, I mean, it was very, very heavy and a small part of me knew how to handle it, but I didn't know how to handle it. Yes. So it kind of, it took me for a loop. Like I was mentally, emotionally and somehow in in a small way physically exhausted from going through that experience and I wouldn't change it though no not change it and that's like we're gonna continue with it um I'm I'm just yeah this self-love has been something that I don't think I really appreciated how much it can allow me to see myself in a different light absolutely Absolutely. And also you mentioned therapy. 
Um, shout out to all the therapists who mm -hmm. are doing wonderful jobs and helping people to heal their mind. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I definitely, I, I went into therapy myself. So kudos to you because it's a very healthy and brave experience when you mm -hmm. have a good therapist. I have a spiritual leader who is a psychologist, a licensed PhD who does mm -hmm. psychotherapy. And he's like, um, a spiritual, I would say African spiritual father. He's very, very, very intuitive. And okay. I have a licensed uh, practicing counselor who's also okay. a therapist. I've been in and out of therapy for like 20, 20 years. Okay. And anytime I feel like I need it, I just make an appointment. And it's with people I trust, people who know my story, my background, mm -hmm. and I feel very comfortable with. That is definitely a form of self-love. Absolutely. That's definitely a form of self-love. Yeah. We need to remove the stigma from around mental health, mm -hmm. anxiety, PTSD, um, social anxiety, et cetera, and let people know that it's okay and that you should get counseling for it, you mm -hmm. know? It's not only certain subgroups of people who have problems with that. As African-Americans, we've suffered post-traumatic slave disorder in many ways today. Yes. And we need that therapy to help us to kind of unpack what we're experiencing because it's passed down spiritually as well. Mm -hmm. And that's why, you know, when if you, like if you honor your ancestors, we have, and I know for me, understanding that I'm breaking those chains and breaking those cycles of those before me, because mm. there's lots of times where like, you know, my grandmother, my great grandmother, you know, they weren't able to, or probably weren't given the opportunity to feel their emotions or understand what they were. Cause you know, they had a family to raise, they had yes. a husband to tend to, mm. you know, they had a job that they had to work. Right. They had all of you know, on top of, you know, especially with the era that they grew up in dealing with all of the racism, the oppression, the discrimination on top of all of that. And so I feel like my generation when this pandemic started, I really feel like that was such a major boost for a lot of people in my generation to break those cycles and to start creating pathways for ourselves that allow us to, to heal. Yes. Heal a lot of that, that generational, that generational pain, that generational hurt. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. And you mentioned like your grandmother, you know, even just how they were working so hard and raising a family, they didn't have time to really be aware no. of what was happening. And that, and that, that was one of the things, um, that just come back to my memory was time. Mm -hmm. Give yourself the gift of time. That is also another aspect of self-love. Um, a lot of people, when they break up in a relationship, they want to hurry up and jump back into something else instead of giving themselves the time that they need. Yeah. To heal, you know, you're in your 30s and I should be getting married at this point. I should have a house by this point. I should have this. That, and give yourself the gift of time. Time is a form of time is sacred. Mm -hmm. Time is very sacred. Um, when you give yourself the gift of, you know what? I am not going to interact with anyone today. I'm going to turn off my phone and go within and just focus on me. I'm going to take a mental health day off at work. Mm -hmm. 
that's also a form of self-love. When you say, I'm not going to date, I'm going to give myself a year. I'm going to get myself together and just be friends, platonic friends, genuine platonic friends, not the friend who's waiting. (laughs) Right. So that y'all could, you know, hook up. But a real friendship, I might give myself 21 days. You know what I mean? Where you just go within and you're going to do some sacred practice because you're trying to manifest something. Give yourself time. Time is also another form of self-love. You know, these are things that we don't really recognize. Um, And again, different than self-care. You're taking time to go to therapy. It's powerful. Mm -hmm. It's powerful, you know? So I just, you know... I'm really excited that we're living in a time where I almost feel like we can take back all the things that our ancestors didn't get the opportunity to do because of the the time that they lived in. You know, they were working so hard to be free and try to have a way of life to just exist, to just have food and basic necessities. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're living in a time where we can have all that plus more. Yeah, and I don't think we truly appreciate that. Right. We need to do better. Mm -hmm. We definitely need to do better. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm so excited about the self-love journey. It's it's so amazing, and it feels so good. I like to, you remember those little Campbell Soups commercials say, you know, "Mm mm-mm, good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what self-love reminds me of. It's like the Campbell Soup. I know that's corny, but I'm just saying. (laughs) No, it it fits. Uh, It's delicious. Oh my God. Like, I really, really love it. You know, um, I had shared a little, I mentioned about being a tantrika um, and, and tantra, you know, there's a couple of ways to practice it. Some people do use sex magic as a way to heal and, and, you know, demonstrate self-love to each other and themselves as well, um, or just on their own, you know, just from physical touch. But then there's also, um, a tantra practice that some people refer to as white tantra, which is really about deepening your awareness of yourself and loving yourself through your awareness. So touching yourself in a non-sexual way by just becoming aware that, man, I love the way the underside of my arm feels when I stroke it gently or rub my neck. That's another form of self-love because it brings you more aware Mm -hmm. of the things you need so you can communicate that to a partner. Yes. I love, um, I love rubbing my breasts Mm -hmm. and I, 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 even though I don't have a lot back there, I love rubbing my butt. I do. I love rubbing my butt. Shout out to little booties. Yes. Little little booties matter. Little booties matter. And I, I love it. I just, I I found that um, just tapping more into that that divine feminine energy, yes, just how I move and just even when I'm dancing, you know, I'll run my hands over my body, like yes. my face and my hands, and just oh, it's it's a feat. Like, and if if you for my listeners, if you do not mm-hmm. take the time to experience you, to tap into you, yes. to feel you, like literally feeling yourself, um, 
you're doing yourself a disservice because you can't communicate your needs. And it's not just even on a sexual aspect, right? You are not able to communicate your needs to someone, whether it's a partner, whether it's a friend, yes, whatever type of relationship it is, you have to be able to be in tune with yourself enough that you can express yourself by just taking that time to just give yourself a damn hug. Yes. Come on now. Ask, even telling somebody, I need a hug. I need a hug. Yes. Yes. Because you recognize it. You recognize. And hey, listen, harness that sexual energy as well as a form of self-love and Mm self-pleasure as well. Mm -hmm. Giving yourself a yoni massage, Mm -hmm. not with the intention to necessarily reach a climax, but just because you want to feel yourself. Yeah. It's also a form of self-love without the intention of, I need to have an orgasm. Exactly. Sit in front of the mirror and examine yourself. Like, actually take a look at your vagina yes. and embody it. Come on now. Embody yes. how beautiful you are. That is a beautiful flower. Yes. A protected flower that yes. only you and you alone can give away that power should you choose to. Come on now. And, I know, and I'm, I'm so grateful that I know all of this now because for me, self, sex was just something easy for me to give it was so easy for me to attach myself to sex without understanding the intimacy that goes into it the intimacy Mm -hmm. outside of sex yeah Um, actually appreciating and knowing my that's why I'm so grateful that I know my body the way that I do so Mm -hmm. I know when something is off yes and just being able to tap into that new level of who I am and what I want and asking for that being able to show up for myself in more ways than I couldn't before because I lost my virginity at 16. Okay. From, from that point, I just, yeah. I, I could, I connected a lot of my interactions mainly just with sex. Yes. Um, yes. Most women not, do. Yeah. Not really getting to know who that person is or even getting to know myself for that matter. Yes. Yes. You don't know who you are. You don't know what your body is and is not supposed to be able to do or not to do. You don't know what is natural, what is unnatural. You don't know what is good for you because we didn't get an opportunity to discover that. Mm -hmm. And that is, that is perpetually generational Mm -hmm. that we are not given the opportunity. We meaning women mostly to really learn who, what we are and what we like and don't like without filtering it through a partner. Yeah. And then not being shamed and guilted for even talking about these types of things because sex is such a taboo topic that people don't really like talking about it because one, some are very uneducated. And I even, I can even raise my hand to that as well because there were a lot of things that I did not know Mm -hmm. because I didn't have someone to sit down and have that conversation with me, letting me know, okay, this is your sacred space. Yes. If you don't want to allow someone in it, you don't have to. No, absolutely not. You know, and I, I have had, you know, a few people reach out to me like, oh, I really want to learn about Tantra. I heard you, you know, speak about this. And um, can you give me some positions? I'm like, well, first, Tantra is not Karma Sutra. Exactly. So let's, 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 let's rewind a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And before you can share with your partner what positions you want, you need to first know what positions you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And how can you do that if you're afraid to touch yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, how can you do that unless you're aware of what feels good to you? What? And when you're doing that, also healing is taking place. The trauma is going to surface and you have to deal with it first. So your freedom of expression can be greater with your partner. Mm. 
you can be authentic in that moment and take you talked about rubbing your booty earlier and I was going to say you know imagine taking your partner's hand and showing him like this babe Mm -hmm. like this this is what I like you know and a man being open because he's done his self work to want to do the same thing to want teach me how to love you Mm. I see you have so much love for yourself can you show me how I can join you in your self-love journey? Mm-hmm. Come on now. Is that delicious? I just oh. need a biscuit and some gravy right now. Okay. Like, can, can you please show me how to love you? I see you love yourself so much that I want to love you. <laughs> now that's vulnerability. <laughs> yes. That yes. is vulnerability. Yes. That's what I desire truly in the partner that I choose. I've taken some time to be single by choice. One year, and I've been single now for four years. One of the years that I chose to be single, I didn't date. And I remember when guys would try to give me their number, I would say, I'm on a man fast. And they Uh thought that was so weird. They were like, I've never heard that before. I said, yeah, I'm just not talking. Unless you're already a friend I've had from the past, you know. It wasn't like I didn't go out with men, but I didn't date with the intention of having a partner. There's a difference. So I definitely took the time to do that. And um, I learned so much about myself. I took the time to learn my astral chart. What is my zodiac sign? What is my life path number? Those things take time. Mm -hmm. Because when you know you, you won't tolerate what doesn't match with who you are, what's not in alignment. When you know you. When you know you. That's beautiful. Yeah. That is absolutely beautiful. So, um, So as we, you know, bring it, you know, to wrapping up, wrapping up this amazing interview because shit I could honestly I could go for hours but I know for the sake of time <laughs> me too I'm just like mm, for the sake I'm of, in the air <laughs> right for the sake of time um what's some advice that you that you would give to someone who would want to start their self-love journey but they don't know how mm, where do you begin Mm-mm. I would begin through honestly through meditation sitting still with yourself because people are really afraid to do that Mm -hmm. and be quiet and alone like by yourself you know can you turn on your tv sure do you have a dog okay fine i'll let you have your cat but really being by yourself and getting in tune with you is the beginning because once you can learn to enjoy your own company that's really going to help to transform the way you begin to look at things, the way you begin to see things. And again, that awareness, that's where I would start and grow from there. I mean, like I said, there's tons of, you know, practitioners out there. I'm a practitioner, you know, that can help guide you. I, you know, I'd be happy to guide anyone. You got to find the one that works for you. Right. And you can certainly join those programs and you can certainly get guidance. But ultimately, you got to develop your own path. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody else went through a program and it was wonderful and that worked for them and they just flew and soared like an eagle and they're good. That might not happen for you. Mm -mm. 
I had to realize that for my for my like my spiritual journey. I wanted yeah. I wanted it to look like what everyone else's looked like. Mm-hmm. But then I realized I was like, okay, well this shit ain't happening for me. Like it that's right. Me. That's right. No. And then you know, you might not have the same experience and they're just clicking their heels and jumping up and down, you know. Um there's a scripture that says, let every man work out his own soul salvation. Mm-hmm. You can apply that even in your spiritual journey. You got to apply what works for you. Mm-hmm. You can't do what works for everybody else. Somebody else can smoke weed. They can do a little coke. They can vape and et cetera. That might not work for you. No. And I know me. Right. That <laughs> will have a completely different effect for me. Exactly. You yeah. got to know what works for you. You mm-hmm. might just, you might be able to have a couple of glasses of wine and be fine. Somebody else have a couple of glasses of wine and they passed out and can move forward. Mm-hmm. So definitely get quiet, get with yourself, go within and just sit and be still. It's like, what am I supposed to do? Nothing. Nothing. That's the point. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's the whole point. Be Doing still. nothing. Mm-hmm. Breathe. Listen to your thoughts, become aware of your breath. You know, like I said, there's a lot of material that's out there. A lot of um, things that, you know, practices, tools, etc. you know, practitioners can help guide you. You take that guidance, but you also start to develop what works for you out of everything that you learn. You have to develop your own path. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what's your... um? What's your favorite self-love affirmation? Oh my, oh gosh. I have so many. I have so many. Um, I have one that I've written recently mm-hmm. and I want to make sure I say it correctly because it's about time. Mm. Remember we talked earlier about self-love and giving yourself time being frustrated about not being in the right time, being frustrated about not being in alignment with divine time, mm-hmm. um, feeling like I should be here, there, or somewhere else. So for me, a new one, and I'm going to grab it because I, I actually jotted it down the way I love to say it is that my life is in harmony. I live a life of and in divine time. Mm-hmm. That's mm. my favorite self-love affirmation. Mm. I live a life of and in divine time. So everything I'm doing is in alignment, no matter what the circumstances. I'm going to love myself in this moment because this is the divine time. This is where I'm supposed to be right now. I am doing the best I can with what I have in this moment. Ashe. Ashe. That was absolutely beautiful. I mm. Well, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. It didn't even seem like it was an interview. It was just a very open and authentic loved conversation. And yes. I'm so grateful for you that you had the space and time to to be to be on the harvest. So you can now consider yourself a harvester. Yay! I'm initiated. <laughs> you are now a harvester. So continue to plant those seeds in your healing garden. And I can't wait to see what grows for you in your own healing garden. And I'm grateful that I can contribute what I've contributed. And as you've been able to contribute to my garden. Okay. And oh, look, 
when 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 I do the shadow series, because that'll be the next series that I'll be doing once these fifty episodes are over. With, trust me, you are going to be on that series. Okay, as well, okay, okay. I'm coming. We're going to be on. I'll that come as back. Well. I'll come back. Yes, no we would love, love, love to have you back. And so, um, again, if you are not aware of who Dr. Chaz is, please make yourself aware of who she is and whose she is. And again, all of her information is going to be in the show notes so that you can access that and just become a part of this beautiful circle, this beautiful tribe that we continue to pour within ourselves to grow and heal. And um, if we don't have anything else, is there, well, before we go, is there anything that you'd like to share with the listeners, anything that they should look for, um, any upcoming um, projects that you may have going on? I will definitely have um, a book that will be published about my self-love journey. Yes! Absolutely. Yes, I will. I will be publishing some of my formulas, my secret sauce, my juju, <laughs> things that you can do and have it kind of outlined, you know, based on different circumstances and share my story along the way. So that will be forthcoming and it will be on my Instagram page under I am Dr. Chas. Yes. Um, for sure. So look out for that. Um, I do have a couple of speaking engagements, which will be coming up this summer. We have a retreat that we're trying to decide where now that things have opened up mm -hmm. because of COVID. Um, we're looking at where we want to have this retreat. We want it to be water based. So yes. somewhere by the beach. Um, we're trying to decide which beach. We also want it to be economical. So we're looking at somewhere in the United States, um, not where there's going to be like a whole lot of people, but just a really nice location where people can feel free and it will be for women mm -hmm. specifically this time. Um, so definitely be looking out for that. But, you know, I'll, it'll be on my uh, Instagram that I am Dr. Chaz. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Yay. thank you again for thank you, you know, being part of this. And um, if we don't have anything else, we are going to go ahead and slide on out of here. For my harvesters, please, whatever you feel resonates for you from today's episode, apply it. If it does not, let it fly. Take the meat, leave the bones. But I'm, I'm guessing that everything that was discussed today, you were going to make sure you take lots of notes. Okay? Yes. And with all of that, we're going to go ahead and slide on out of here. Happy okay. harvest day. Happy harvest day. <laughs> Hey Harvesters, follow me on Instagram at The Harvest Group 4, where you can learn about this episode and more. Also shoot me a message if you have any questions about the podcast or just want to say hi. While you're there, follow my personal page so you can learn more about tea and all of the other things I get into. Let's plant some seeds in our healing garden. Happy harvesting.